One thing these guys don't know about Derek is he's from Philadelphia. I mean, you're not going to intimidate Derek with this half-assed, uh, keen <laughs> bullshit. You know what I mean? Let's these people are a joke. That's what it boils well, down to. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. It's Black Sheep Rising, episode 64, and we are the Black Sheep. My name is Conan Soliday, and of course, Garrett Ian is back in the second chair. That's a long way from audience. Looking, looking, (laughs) I won't even go there. (laughs) Looking good, man, looking good. Been in the news a lot uh, the last couple of weeks. In fact, uh, we could probably just spend the whole evening just talking about Garrett at court tonight. Actually, Derek was on the streets getting getting hassled. We'll probably talk about Derek yeah, and his little weird. his little running with some with some thugs with keen thugs. Court for everybody. Interesting interactions in the streets for everybody. It's mm-hmm. just been a fun summer so far and continues to be here. Yeah, fun, fun in the sun, sun, and of course, James Robin Hood Cleveland. That's right. Back with us with another six dollars shirt that I hadn't seen yet. Yeah, that is six dollars shirt, right? Yes, good one, Team Edward. Uh, yeah, that's it's like one, a Twilight thing. I don't even know if I saw that one when I was browsing uh, the last time. I need to get back on there for sure and get, yeah, a, get we, a couple we more need shirts. To place another order. Well, now an order the uh, to begin with, I suppose. If they had a really nice shipping uh, reduction, they would be nice. But they don't. They have. We, they we have. We could a, ask them. There's no harm in asking them. Yeah. If you if you get ten shirts, you get them for fifty dollars for ten shirts, which is a pretty good deal. But you pay the same shipping uh, regardless. Um, but yeah, it would be it would be interesting to get on there and ask we could, if we they could have like if you buy a hundred shirts. I mean, what are they going to free shipping or something? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I got to go down a size. I'm, I'm this was a XL. Now I got to go down to large. Well, that's so. not bad news. Yeah, it's been that's good. that's worth another six dollars. Baggy, look I'm at not, that. I'm not mad at you. Look at how baggy it is. Uh, by the way, uh, this is the second episode. Where we are live streaming for the first time, um, I'm actually using live stream. It's a the free service, and uh, I guess it requires people to actually create a login, which is a hassle to some people. They like to just click on a link and just start watching immediately. So it is a little bit of a hassle. I tried doing the YouTube route. I spent man, I must have spent about ten hours this <laughs> week playing with YouTube, trying to just trying different parameters, trying different settings, trying to get it to work. And it's horrible. I think YouTube streaming is probably designed for people with uh, low-quality webcam that are making low-quality videos uh-huh. speaking into them. You mean kind of like this quite. show? Well, uh, <laughs> this show, I mean, we have the high-quality webcams, and they're in multiple places and multiple angles. So, you know, taking these things into We have the technology. <laughs> We've got some technology on this show. I mean, we're getting, we're getting better. I, every, every week I add a little, a little something else. I add another drop or another... Another feature, um, you know. I I work an almost full time job. It's a lot of work. Uh, by the way, if you do want to help an old man out, uh, there is a uh, two donation options at the website blacksheeprising.org. There's a PayPal option, and there's also a BitPay donation if you've got bitcoins. Um, 
yeah, help help this old guy out, and maybe I can take a day off from work and spend that whole twenty four hours. Well, not twenty four. That, that eight nine hours doing more Black Sheep Rising. You know, setting up programs and stuff, setting up show notes. You need to help Conan pay his uh, taxes to the man. <laughs> well, there's just so He's much more. He's about to go crazy. The potential on Cheshire TV now is endless because Cheshire TV has so many more Conan's openings Conan's about to go shows. insane. Yeah, uh, Garrett brings up a real good point. Here in uh, Cheshire County, the television pro- uh, channel 8 uh, has a whole bunch of slots available because they started charging the city bureaucrats that had their shows on and they were getting free service. They were coming into the studio. Uh, Cheshire TV was setting up the cameras for them, actually taping them, uh, doing all the editing and then slapping it on, on the, 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 uh, the, the air. And well, Hey, you know, nothing's free. Uh, sure. When you also consider that the city is retaining 9% of the, uh, the fee, the, the Jones, uh, time Warner fee that it's 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 a tax you know don't you can't you can't really get around that but that fee the entire hundred percent should be going to Cheshire TV but nine percent is being retained by the city um, and then of course and they're getting free service so the uh, the head the head cable master there at uh, Cheshire TV says hey look I'm gonna start charging you guys well it's like Obama said if you want your doctor you can keep him but with Cheshire TV what we've seen is. They're taking away the free labor that they've provided over the years. I know, exactly. And You think you can just jump all over the place, jump, 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 jump? I've appreciated that free labor in the past, but I haven't used it, to be honest. I've always submitted the content directly to them. I've never asked for labor to produce, edit, direct, set up lighting, etc. for a show. Yeah. Well, we're definitely a different generation uh, where we... You know, we've already we've already done a lot of this stuff in our own houses, our own homes. You know, you, you know, so it's so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but yeah, uh, free Keen TV. You know, we every uh, the whole program was run by volunteers. Uh, Shire TV, the same exact thing. Uh, this program, you know, all the content that we submit to Treasure TV on the side. You know, it's stuff that we've prepared. We've, we've 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 assimilated. We've you know gotten from wherever, and we've uh, you know it's not. It's not free. It's it's a lot of time involved. It's funny. Most of the people who had shows where they asked for labor, I mean, I appreciated that Cheshire TV offered that service. But most of the people were bureaucrats. It was like the mayor and like another state rep school board member and like someone else who's a bureaucrat had shows. Uh-huh. And they're all like, uh, who's paying for all this equipment? Taxpayers? Exactly. Nail on the head there. Six Fast, Six Furious. But one thing that I've noticed recently is canine controversies that game has been stepped up because doggy dilemmas unfortunately oh yeah it's too bad i'm really gonna miss it It, i thought it was so so doggy dilemmas is gone no more new doggy dilemmas from what i understand what who who was doing that hey i know that the (laughs) (laughs) don't abuse he's not a that's not an abusive that's a look he's all (laughs) nice and quiet quiet now (laughs) you could you could have told him you could ask nicely but anyway uh, Canine Controversies is now the top dog show on the uh, Cheshire TV. Stupid dog! Yeah, and Canine Con- and Doggy Dilemma is the other show. Um, I noticed that the crew of Cheshire TV would travel to people's houses. They'd travel to the locations to get this really great exactly. footage on location, which you don't usually see on... Uh, on cable access, and I think that's the thing that sets different shows apart. I know it sets AKPF apart and Black Sheep Rising is that mm-hmm. 
we go onto the ground on scene, get that footage, you know, on the streets, the grassroots. We're about being there when it's happening, not just being in the studio talking about it later. As yeah, much and, as and, and actually now. getting scoops before the actual uh, newspaper in town gets on gets on board. Or oh, even sure. And, and, our, and our news video, uh, our tele- WMUR. The footage of the monument having the peace sign removed in Keene, it was something I thought was a very anti-peace act on the behalf of the city of Keene. Uh-huh. So we're going to upkeep this warm monument. We're going to make sure we remove this peace sign. They could have just cleaned it, and you know the peace sign would have come off naturally, but it had to be in the name of removing the peace sign. And it cost so. the city three, about 300 smacks, 300 yep. bucks. And to, Freeman to TV Raw, of course, had that footage up before the Keene Sentinel and and their footage is in uh, the footage from Freeman TV Raw is in HD. The footage from the Sentinel, not so much. The Sentinel I mean, even I'm has glad they have. It? Yeah, they do have footage, which is great. They're moving up. It's 21st century. They actually have a short video of it being washed, but not the peace sign itself. You want to see the peace sign itself being washed away? You got to go to Freeman TV Raw. That's where the controversy's at. That's where it's at. It is. It's a, it's a horrible that we have to put up with these. Uh these blokes, you know, charging out three hundred dollars to remove chalk—it's ridiculous. They could—they could have charged me, you know, they could have paid me out fifty bucks, and I could have gone out there with my Brillo pad and. Well, yeah, but this you, was you a didn't put a bid in Coney. I know. I didn't. I didn't I'm not. A, I'm not buddy buddy with some guy on uh, somewhere in the city. To describe the process, there was a chemical lather that was applied to most of the monument. And then a pressure washer was brought out, and when the pressure washer made a streak, you saw like a brown strip come off. So they did the so they did the entire monument, the entire base of the monument, the granite base. Does it does it look different? Does it look cleaner? It looks it does look cleaner. I'd say it looks a little bit more boring though. It was nice to see a little bit of that wear on there. Yeah, I, I kind of like 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 bronze statues that start to turn the patina green. I kind of like that look actually, but some people like him. Well, maybe we can petition to put the historic peace symbol back on the. Or or remove the war monument altogether and and replace it with a peace monument. Oh, that's not going to happen. I'd love to see the city commission the artist who originally did the peace sign to put it back, or maybe in a different spot. Well, I mean, what do you mean the original peace? Oh, the original peace sign. The one that yeah, they paid to have removed. Well, there's, there, are, there, are, there are multiple parties that, were, that initially installed the original mm-hmm. peace sign, but the uh, the old the monument's old. It's you know it's a hundred plus years old. Uh, but my big question is, w- why? It's it's fucking Keene, man. Why do we have a war monument representing the city of Keene? It's kind of like because there's a lot of military people in Keene, man. You just got to accept. I is there really? Yes. Like more than other places? Well, in the area, I, sure. I, I think there's less. I think, than I think other it's places. about this. I think if anything, it'd just be about the same. About maybe the, maybe more in New Hampshire. Yeah, I know the I know the VA. Uh, his, uh, benefits here in New Hampshire is better than other places. You don't have people dying, you know, on, on, on waiting lists as often. That's our claim to fame. But uh, but other but as 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 far as having more military here in the in the state, I don't I don't know. But I mean, but I mean, but but regardless, you know, why do we have a Civil War monument? Here representing the city of Keene, it doesn't make they're any sense. It doesn't make any place. sense to me. Have you driven around New Hampshire and seen them? The, I've, they're everywhere. I mean, it's all, a popular well, image. Well, all over the country. The it's weird. Hmm. It's like a, a sort of Jesus. It, it, well, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's it's very religious. It was an event that had a, lo- a big impact on people. I guess you could say. Of course, you don't see any monuments to like the Great Depression. It, well, no, I mean, yeah, but 
this civil it's a civil war monument it's a civil war soldier why the civil war why not the american revolution isn't that like if you're going to get if you're going to back any war that was fought here in this country it would be that one uh well well to be fair i'm not sure that Keene, new hampshire existed Matt, yeah, but New, New, Hampshire New Hampshire did not exist 76. at the time of the revolution oh. of the United States. That probably was the first major conflict. Oh. Well, no, no, War of eighteen twelve. Why don't we have a soldier for that war? I don't know, but yeah, if we're gonna have, if we're gonna have some travesty, we need to find someone who has a relative. If we're gonna have that, some soldiers, I want to, I want to see some tired bloke with an empty lunchbox sitting on a, a, a beam, a girder, uh, during the depression. I want to see that monument. Well, what? That's not a soldier, though. But he's. A, but he. He didn't he, die for your freedoms, Conan. He was working his tail off, and he had an empty lunchbox. You know, he built that 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 skyscraper. He didn't build that. He helped build it. That's that, what Obama that, said. That soldier didn't fight that war. He helped fight that war. Hmm. So where's so where's my Depression era um, uh, worker? Where's some? I need some farmers and maybe, stuff out there maybe too. Maybe you could petition the the city council. If we were going to go with a peace monument, what would it be? I, I mean, how do you how do you encapsulate that idea of peace in like a single statue, like something like a Madonna or something, like kind of like a Statue of Liberty type figure where she's all well, I don't think bare it's good breasted. to idolize individual human beings, but I'd say you could look to events where individuals have uh, put themselves in harm's way in the name of helping freedom. Jonathan Daniels is one example from Keene. He was killed in Lowndes County, Alabama. Um, trying to do a voter registration drive, I believe. And that's an example of someone who's not going to war, is not trying to kill people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think making a statue for a particular person is necessarily a good idea. Yeah, it, it, ha- it would have to be a faceless soldier. It'd have to be someone who kind of represents. Mm-hmm. Or, is there when, a faceless, when I say soldier, I mean, you know, a faceless. Is there a faceless representation of civil rights activism in Keene? Um, I, think we, I think whatever we do, it can't have a big fro. <laughs> Because that'll just that'll just single it out. I mean, even if it has a different face on it. Well, I'm thinking any kind of long hair. They're going to want someone with short, regimented hair. Yeah, they don't have every a, person. Yeah, that just doesn't seem the as far as as far as well, the think, hippies I are concerned. I think a lot of people subscribe to the idea, like um, you know, when when you're in school, you learn like that math is over, right? Everything has been discovered that's worth discovering in math. And yeah, I think most but, people have that opinion about history. So exactly. history, history is over. All the great wars have been fought. All the great things have been done. Uh, there's nothing further to change. We're at the pinnacle of we live in culture, the utopian, society. liberal democracy. And of course, exactly. if you, and of course, if you if you were raised in government, publicly run education structures, you're going to get uh, you know textbooks that are written by you know people who write history, who who are you know writing their own history, the history that they want. Uh, which is going to include, you know, uh, all the happy things, and it, and and if it is bad, if it is bad news, they're going to, you know, you know, if it's a president, for example, like Abraham Lincoln, who we we know uh, committed lots of atrocities, uh, who wasn't necessarily favorable towards the black peoples, you know, spoke that he would he would, the, as long as he lived, he would never see a black black man run. Oh yeah, there's there's quotes from Lincoln about how they're like two. And yet that they're not on the same level. And yeah, and, like and, and yet really we disturbing. see him as we see him as a as a he, uh, not even a hero, but as a like a messiah type figure. What do you mean we see? Yeah, I know. Yeah, speak for yourself there, Charlie. I mean, I, another prime <laughs> ex- as far as the race is concerned, that Lyndon Johnson was a prime example. I mean, he's, uh, you know, 
renowned racist, and he's and people remember him for ending civil rights. Yeah, I remember. And it's like this, it's like what he was a fucking racist. There was this guy who was re- revered by many progressives, supposedly, and also Lyndon Larouche people, FDR, and he put people of a particular nationality in labor camps. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, no problem, no problem at all. Least freedom est thing you can do next to killing people in mass. I don't, uh, I don't get it. But I mean, uh, if you go by what we learned, you know, in school, well, those textbooks really didn't say any of those things. You had to, you had to read between the lines or find those out from other outlets. And I think that's a horrible thing. I don't. You're right. Math is kind of you know been figured out, but history, you know, there's all kinds of. Different, differing opinions. There's all kinds of different ways to look at things, and there's uh, all kinds of in between the lines that usually get left out of a textbook. E- even in the whole math has been figured out, though. I mean, you still should think about like, okay, uh, how did they come up with this formula? You mm-hmm. know, how did you? Uh, you should do the same thing for all fields of study. You should look at, let's say, all forms of government yourself and decide. You know. Kind of look at the history and oh, this one was here, and here are the advantages, here are the disadvantages. Um, you know, are, are there any better things that can be done? Oh, there seems to be a general trend that like the more freedom people have, the more prosperous they are. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, it, you, good, you need good, to you need to take takeaways from. Yeah, it. good point. Is 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 instead of just learning facts, like okay, um, or mem- and memorization. In 1939, this happened. You know, Germany yeah. attacked Poland or whatever. The issue is, yeah. As soon as you stop you, you learning, get, you as soon as you stop learning new things, uh, it's it's pretty much over. Uh, I mean, everything is always changing. I mean, it might have the same flavor, but it's always changing. And as soon as you start to think of things only as in one way, you know, it's over for you. You, you just got old. This provokes the need to continue asking questions. You're perspective on people see this as we're at the pinnacle of society that's almost an excuse to turn off it's yeah. an excuse to stop caring and just be like well we're here i, I, mean, I don't does, need to do anything does else. the monument bother you guys do you do you care because frankly really, i don't no. care i don't really care but i don't chalk, i don't want but it to I be chalk I either it's, i think i don't it's want good it to trolling. be taxpayer funded i think it's good trolling to raise the question for people since they do have such an emotional reaction to it that well what do you think of a totally different monument altogether and just see how they react to it. Why is it that this monument in particular... Like, yeah. do they really care about the Civil War? I don't think people that react so uh, so uh, shockingly really care about the Civil War. I've never heard the Civil War raised. It's just the war monument. The, the, uh, it's, like, disrespectful to everyone who's served, whatever that means. I don't consider the military a service. I know some people call it the service. I don't use that euphemism uh, for that game. You know, that's something I'd, I'd still refer to, uh, you know... Just because it's so well known. What's that? What 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 synonym would you use? The military, the armed force. Okay, forces, so the time that, that someone was in the military. Oh, they'll say they served. Yeah, I mean that's saying. just an easier way to say it. I don't know. But how yeah, else but to when say I, it. yeah, but I see. Yeah, but when I worked. I, I was employed by. I had a job <laughs> at <laughs> when I was a mercenary for this organization. It was my work too, my job. I mean, like, you can look at s- the word serve in different ways. I mean, you could serve your master or you can serve That's true. There's definitely an element of servitude. Or you can serve, say, serve you, you can people. serve your jail sentence. Um, Most people though they they think of it as what Garrett was alluding to of 
uh, you're providing a service to people. Yeah, I love yeah. that double entendre. You could serve time in jail, or you could serve time for the government, or you could. It's just like the court. The they call it, you know, like we're conducting business here. Oh. Like, okay, your definition of business is different <laughs> than my definition of business. If you're the only guy on the block, it's not really a business anymore. It's just become, you know. It's a business where everyone's forced to be there, and you can't go so, anywhere. So else. I heard some like beeping noise. Is that like the chat? No, I don't know what the hell that was. That was US, some USB scroll thing, up. thing coming Where's alive. Where's the chat at? It's not happening. Oh, okay. So these two people don't care. <laughs> we had some good. We had some good lively chat last week. Oh, really? Wow. I guess the show wasn't uh, wasn't good enough for more people to show up this evening. <laughs> um, yeah, the the B team here. Yes. That's what it is. Black Sheep Rising <laughs> B team. We're not part of the Vanguard. There's There's W right there. He was in court this week. Oh yeah, dressed <laughs> dressed for the activity wearing his sports jersey. <laughs> Something about uh proving that he is not a resident. And then of course uh, I don't live here, I domicile here. Of course, the fair has been no, going no, did on. You, did you go out to the fair at all? Yeah, the I I helped set the uh the tent up. Uh, on Wednesday morning, and then I just uh, went and helped clean up. I mean, I, I've done it in the past, but I was just so busy. Yeah, I just this the, last week. The, the set, the schedule is not good for me uh, at all. You guys want to hear something kind of disturbing about um, the fair? It's all. It's a bunch of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Have I said this before? <laughs> I I don't know, but that's that's what it is. Yeah, all right, so we're we're set up You're with the Shire game. Society. You can see the picture of it. It is LRN at a Shire Society. It is Bitcoin. Right next to us, big booth that says, Stop the Illegal Immigrants. In, like, <laughs> font that's, like, falling apart, like, earthquakey font. It looks, like, war zone and stuff. It's the John Birch Society. And they want to stop the illegal immigrants. And so many... I try not to pass judgment, but people wearing camo and with the lesser kept appearances. I mean, I get that too, so whatever. But and looked like they just may not have been as well traveled or as well cultured or as well versed. We're wandering right over to that table. Oh, what's going on over here? Hey, Stop what's going immigrants. on? Yeah, I, I agree with that. There's a lot, man. There's there were so a many few people who were critical, which I appreciated seeing. There were some people that I saw go up to that booth and they were critical um, of, you know, why is this out? That's not really appropriate. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> glad to see. But I want I wanted to see way more of that and way less of people going over and seriously inquiring as to what was going on over there. Yeah. Now, here's the disturbing part. I was told, but I did not confirm, and really I should have gone over there and ambush interviewed. I guess it's too late now. But I was told that one of the people working this anti-immigrant booth is himself an immigrant to New Hampshire for the Free State Project. (laughs) Really? Yeah, supposedly one of the people there claimed to be a Free Stater, and I had heard this from more than one person who also worked at the, uh, or volunteered at the Shire Society booth. Well, you know, we always try to let people know that the Free State project there it's not one political ideology it's made up of lots of folks who want to move here for freedom i guess he only cares about his freedom sure as you know as long as you don't yeah, have but the the illegals are going to take freedom away i know and, they're and your vote job. socialist <laughs> i don't know oh, that's just for me that's just the worst and i, and I took our job I get to say this from the position of someone who pretty much grew up in new hampshire but i guess i'm an immigrant too since i was born somewhere else yeah 
um, th this idea that an immigrant group, a group of people immigrating somewhere, would have any sort of anti-immigrant or pro-status views, because why would he be statist if he's supposed yeah, we to be need to part get... of a libertarian group? He's like, oh, well, we need to have a state in order to stop this particular subset of society. We need What's to, funny um... is uh, one day it might switch, and maybe uh, Mexico will be a nicer place to live. And then maybe right. we'll go down there. I asked that question <laughs> when I bumped into Jim Rubens, a candidate for Senate on the street, and I asked him about if he thinks the people who have lived here their entire lives and grew up here undocumented since they were like two or three should be deported. And he dodged the question just like Scott Brown dodged the same question. He at least answered it, though. Like, he answered, but he didn't answer that question. He just said that he wants to strengthen the border and all that stuff. So I followed up with, do you ever see the border wall being used to keep uh, prevent people from being able to leave like has been done in other places where a wall has been erected yeah. like the berlin wall and he said absolutely not basically it couldn't happen here did you hear me i said get off my lawn now <laughs> the uh it's interesting that you bring that up because this uh i just got this uh joe uh, sent this to me um this is at granite grok which is a pseudo republicanish yeah um, they say yeah who knows conservative republican they might call themselves a little libertarian but well, it's got the um, go up a little bit it's got the old man on the mountain so that's that's refreshing yeah it's got to be uh it's we were we were talking about this, this is not rocky mountains like other community organizations that are kind of fake <laughs> we were talking about this evening and whether this is even a real article but if this is real uh, there's a federal program that's set up that is uh, proposing to uh, to bring in to relocate three thousand and am I saying this Congolese Congolesans? Congolese. I've seen Congolese used before, so I presume it's official. Folks from Congo, Africa, uh, up to three thousand of them to the city of Dover, New Hampshire, uh, which is just wacky. It's a, and it's a federal program. I mean, this is this uh, the city the city meeting will be on the thirteenth. Uh, this month, if anyone is uh, listening and wants to go sit in, Dover is on the other side of Concord. That's way too far for me. What bothers me about this is there will be a debate as to whether or not people want these people here and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. And it will be very unneighborly, of course, for anyone to take that position. I think a better debate would be what is the interest of these people these 3,000 people, 3,000, is it 3,000 families? I guess 3,000 individuals, not 3,000 families. This is 100 families. Um, over, so, a over a period of six right. years. Not, I mean, presumably they're being moved to a place that has a different climate than they're used to. Is that something they're cool with? Like, you know, these things I'd like to see taken into consideration. I don't, I don't mind them living. I don't care where they live. It's just who's paying for it? You know, eventually, I mean, of, according to uh, this. Uh, initially it's going to be everyone, the feds. The feds are going to take care of it. It's gonna be it's gonna be taken from everybody, and then after that, when that when that funding dries up, they're gonna be stuck. Dover's gonna be stuck with them, and and unless these guys are all doctors, which I would love if they were all doctors, that would be perfect. No, because then you'd have three thousand doctors in your. Community. Well, yeah, I would want. Yeah, I wouldn't want them all in Dover. I'd want them to spread out, and and I would have no problem. Uh, Keen, we have we have a, a very large Indian uh, community here. Uh, I see them at Walmart all the time. It's great. I don't have. A, I don't fucking care, but Except I mean, as long as long as they're not sucking down the resources, I, I would say that uh, Americans who are native, if you want to call them Native Americans, <laughs> yeah. uh, U.S. citizens, quote unquote, 
are more likely to be dependent on government now yeah, it, than, than your average immigrant. Well, yeah, when they, oh, when they, when, yeah, when they work hard, like they worked hard to get here. A court, like they, yeah, broke, when, they, when they, they broke the law, they worked hard to get here. They did something that was difficult. Yeah, so it's the, the first generation. Usually, it, as, far, as far as the stats are concerned, it's the first generation that lived the hardest and usually do the best job of representing. And then sometimes the second and third generations don't fare so well. They figure out programs and get it. Because, I mean, if you ever do take a questionnaire or apply for a job or whatever, the first thing it's asking you is, hey, you know, what's your, what's your, uh, your uh, background? You don't, have, you don't have to fill this out, but if you, maybe, maybe we can yes. give you a grant. Maybe, maybe you can go to um, college for free if you have some Spanish in you or something. Um, it's horrible. Yes, and, and, and what are you? What are you? What are you not going to take advantage of that? Free college. People like free things. That's, that's the nature of the game. People who take advantage of opportunities that maybe people others feel aren't fair are not made the center of blame for the people that are creating the situations in which bring about those unequal or unfair opportunities. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's seen in the immigration issue where there's so many people that are like, oh, I would be a libertarian, care about human rights, but there's a welfare state. Thus, I'm willing to demonize and persecute a group of people because of my fear of this one particular branch or type of statism. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so so you have some statists who want, like, safety nets. They want social welfare. And then you have some statists who want... To keep all the brown people out of the country, so, so or they or they want a huge military because they're all America, and helicopters and guns are the way to go. It's so. What if you like the Congo State Project, where you brought in like a hundred thousand people from Congo? Actually, all we would need no, just fuck that, just a thousand, or maybe even maybe even the whole three thousand come. We need to go knock on some doors, man. Hey guys. Uh, as long as you're here, <laughs> you want, I wouldn't mind you seeing want to, the free you want to state sign? project killed off by just having enough people sign it. That it's like, all right, a bunch of people moving here. They signed it. They they care about liberty. They like human rights. Yeah. In fact, all, if, if for project. all we know, these this might be the cream of the crop. These might be the people, the uh, Congolese that wanted to leave the country because it's shit. All got in line and they're like, hey, we want to yeah. go somewhere uh, where no, it's I freer. I admit, I don't know what the situation is in Congo. Is it? I'm There's been of civil wars off and on for a okay. while now, and insurgent populations, and then neighboring insurgent groups that wander into Congo. And uh, I mean, to me, it's like the the spirit of America, right? Like, uh, uh, give me your tired, your poor, your hungry, whatever, whatever. I don't remember the quote on your the sad, of liberty. Your sad old faces. Yeah, you know what's funny is a lot of the people that claim to really want to be against the immigrants and say that it's constitutionally legit. I don't believe anywhere in the Constitution says anything about sealing borders. It doesn't say anything about restricting travel between states or into the country, presumably. Uh, well, you know, it has well, they, some they, stuff they, about they, the slave trade. And they do, the and the feds do control... Only related to slaves, not regular trade, just people uh, that are... To my knowledge, there's nothing about immigration, but there is something about... Uh, regarding like how many slaves you can import, and what about and okay. what about interstate we'll travel? Just presume that applies to regular people who want to travel here too. There's interstate travel, interstate commerce, and all that. It's in there, right? So I mean, they might consider, you know, human human trafficking. Uh, well, here's the thing: the Articles of Confederation enumerated a right to travel, so that people have a right to travel. Well, it should be in in theory. If we want to take the constitutional approach, you could say it's up to the states. Yeah. So Texas could say no immigrants, and 
New Mexico could say immigrants are fine, and you know what Arizona would say. <laughs> Arizona would yes. say Arizona, pretty much. Arizona would say special message. Fuck that shit. We need the machete <laughs> drop right there. I don't have a machete drop. You gotta have the mach- machete. I don't. This is a special <laughs> message to Arizona. I do have. <laughs> That's kind of something he would do after he stabs you in the throat with a. Does not sound like uh, yeah. I don't know if he laughs. He's not. He's not maniacal like that. All he's right. very professional. Do the uh, Mexican hat dance. Let's do the machete. <laughs> there we go. There's the stereotype of film. <laughs> he would probably not. Yeah, I probably, think it'd be a great video just to have, have this song playing and have machete like killing people. Killing people. That'd be funny. <laughs> Why you guys? You know what? You guys, both of you, very peaceful guys, and yet you like some of the most violent movies. Especially like Machete. I know it's fake. Maybe is it because it's over the nope, top? Yes, because it's over the top, I would say, for sure. There's some over the top. There's a lot of over the top I don't like. Like Kill Bill. I thought that was just all right. Quentin Tarantino's definitely done far better. Did, uh, oh, I saw something. All right, well, I won't even say anymore because he's working on a new movie, uh, Sci-Fi. And that's all I know. Science fiction. Breaking news. Oh, the new movie that's out that stars one of our favorite Hollywood celebrities in which he says one line throughout the whole movie a bunch of times. You think Quentin Tarantino's going to have something to do with that? I don't think so. No, no I, I want to watch a different celebrity. Uh, every, so on Facebook, people have been raving about that movie. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Galaxy Guardians. I want to watch that ga- shit. Ga- whatever. Yeah. Out of, out of all the comic book movies that have come out, that's one that I... I, I thought mean, they just made it up. I didn't realize it's a comic oh, book. Oh, it's a real thing, yeah. It's old, and it's older comic I thought they just made it up. Like, a raccoon in a tree saved the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the uh, the Deadpool uh, clip that came out? It's It's been out for about two weeks now. Um, mm. It's it's voiced by Ryan Reynolds, the guy who was in the original, the original Deadpool in the Wolverine movie. And it's all CGI. And it's it's crazy fun. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. It's really very entertaining. V- v- majorly rated R. Lots of lots of blood and you know interesting effects. But it's not going to be a movie. It's just something that someone. No one knows what what it was for. Whether it's like a video game uh, cutscene, or whether it's like a trailer for a potential movie, or you know, so telling what it is. But uh, other than that. You know, the uh, the Guardians is actually a comic book movie that I would wouldn't mind uh, probably sitting down and watching. And it's probably gonna, it's, it's, probably, it's probably going to suck. It's in 3D at Keen Cinema. You can put on your 3D glasses and see three dimensions. Of yeah, what do they what do they charge? Tree. What do they charge for tickets? Probably, probably like ten, bucks. ten bucks. Yeah, you know what? We have the technology. That was for 3D, and where's my? They're like, hey, guess what? We're gonna fuck you now. <laughs> The movie theaters are just fucking us back and forth. Sure. I haven't been to one in you a know, while. I, have a, uh, I think the last movie I went to see was Machete Kills. I have a large screen TV at home. I'd rather just watch it there. Yeah. Because then you can like... At your leisure. Not buy $10 popcorn and a soda. And, you can make you know. 10 cent popcorn. Yeah. Exactly. I, I told you one of my biggest problems is sometimes it takes me five sittings to watch it, to go get through an entire movie. Because I... You know, I get a phone call, or I realize there's something more pressing that I have to go take care of real quick, 
or I've got to go to work. I only have 15 minutes to eat breakfast and, you know. Or the wall- movie sucks and you're not dedicating time to it. To exactly. It so it's only something that I'll do. That's while a good I'm- point. The movie theater, you're locked in. Actually, the only legitimate thing, purpose, usefulness for the movie theater, in my opinion, today is, to is have if you're events. going on a date. Yeah. If you're going to go on a date, I mean, it's it's a okay place to do and it. And, you know, I've I've read as far as getting to know your date it's one of the worst it's, things yeah, to do. It's not a good. It's definitely like a, I don't know somebody, and I don't really know how. Yeah, to and you, do you, you. So first off, you could go to the wrong kind of movie. I, I think it could be something. It could be something that your date doesn't want to even sit through. So you could could totally piss them off for two hours. Um, or it's something that maybe is unpleasant to sit next I, to I with somebody trying to get you're trying to get better it, to know. It, it's far more romantic if you want to use that term to like watch a movie in your living room. I think. Would you guys agree with that? Definitely. Well, then to more comfortable seats. Yeah, but then you. To, but, to yeah, in, but if, if you're to be in this setting with like people you don't know. And yeah, like, but if you're talking about first dates, are you going to be able to drag someone to your to your abode? Oh, if, you're, if you got the skills, man. <laughs> you got the skills to pay the bills, maybe. Oh shit! Hold on, I got something for that too. There you go. If you got the skills, you can say fuck the movie theaters, baby. Uh, you know what always come works. on back to my house. We'll watch some Netflix. What always works for me is you just show them your fat wallet, and then <laughs> that's you, all you got whoever you that's, know. That's what I mean? all you do. You like sitting down having dinner, and it's all like the check hasn't come. It's gonna be another couple minutes. You're all like, look at that Conan <laughs> thin wallet. That's like chump change, man. Look at thin, hold on. Thin, no, all I need is a, that out. No, the credit card's poking out. That's all I need. Oh come on. <laughs> hold on, I, I'm playing the wrong music. I'm playing the wrong music for James. This is what we need right here. Oh, we got a bomb of coins here. Yeah. That's it. You just throw those on the table. <laughs> Put that money away. We need more singles in there. You're gonna get us. You're gonna get us robbed, Ben. Next week, all Conan's equipment's gonna be gone. I know. You know, you know Bitcoin is gonna ruin that. Like, how are you gonna like show people your fat stack now? Uh, there'll be some kind of exactly. app. Like, dude, it, I got like one hundred bitcoins on this bitch, or you know. Well, I mean, when you're, gonna, you'll have to, you'll have to do a rap song about that. You'll have to figure out a way. So you have it, you have it on your phone. It's almost like people will need status symbols. You have your, you have your Coinbase app or whatever you're using, and so you kind of mistakenly put it down on the table while while the amount is still on there, the account amount is still on there, and they, you know, I don't know. James, you'll figure something out. You're the Bitcoin guy. James is the Bitcoin guy. And stop playing with that dog before, you, before W starts, before I start channeling W. Stupid dog. Can we get, I don't have to adapt? Yeah, we can, we can get here or we can do something like that. I can't hear you. <laughs> you ain't got to explain shit. I like that one better. Oh, no, the best one is God. I don't have to adapt. That's too, it's, that's kind of violent. I think I, I think I need to tone this show down but a little bit. But it's authentic. That's yeah, it's most it's definitely authentic. authentic. You know, Daryl has toned down a lot in, in recent shows. Mm. You know what it is? Because he's no longer living with a lot of stressors in his life. <laughs> that could that could be it. I think it is. Um, I think that's doing wonders for his mental health. I really do. Yeah, I know that uh, uh, Daryl and I are similar age, similar similar generation. Uh, so we do have some. Could, we, could you imagine? We, we do. We, we do have some. Yeah, no, we do have some things in common. And I, I've already come Garrett. to this conclusion many, many, many years ago that I don't like living with people, even if they're good, clean, quiet, respectful people. I mean, I mean, I'm talking the things, cream of the crop the, people. The things I, I don't even, like I can't even live it. with them. I don't. I don't mind having a roommate, but there is something nice about like 
uh, walking across my house naked if I want to, or, or doing something, or, like or that. just or sleeping naked, or any of the now. Yeah, I mean, or like walking from thing. your sh- walking from your shower to your bedroom without like having to you can't put do, shit on. You know, like you were just in a situation where you actually had to walk across the hallway to get to your bathroom, and, sh- and you had to share it with somebody. Oh, I would do it naked at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't like, give a shit. Yeah, well, you were you were on the third floor though. You're and, and the last. I guy took the, the risk. <laughs> there was one time in the two years I lived there, where like a door opened and I had to, like fucking haul ass down the hall to get back into my room. <laughs> like that, like oh I was, shit! Like, I was like walking. I just got out of the shower or something and. I fucking hear the door opening, and I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. And I had to, like, like run. No way. <laughs> Do you know if you made it or if they got Oh, I, did. I made it. Uh, we're about to run out of time. They, they were slow. They weren't. We got about uh, eight, eight-ish minutes. You guys want to cover this uh, incident real quick? Oh, yeah. Free Peaceful Derek J. I mean, this was kind of a big deal. There's been many incidents with a particular crew of people in front of Pedraza's and Poorhouse. I guess mm-hmm. they're mostly employed there. One of them may or may not have hospitalized someone, um, whether or not, I don't think, he, they, they've been on the record saying that the person who hospitalized someone doesn't work there, but he's associated with many people who work there. Uh, so anyway, recently, Derek, who's had his camera swiped at by one of these people before, had his camera swiped at again, had it physically damaged. Um, another person who I believe hasn't ever used, that I know of, uh, any sort of physical force against anyone in their property before did in this case and hit his camera off a tripod. So yeah. So so and a- so actually, uh, this was this week, w- uh, Wednesday or Tuesday morning. Uh, they this went was to Thursday morning. They went to to witness this guy's arraignment. Derek, our friend David, and another friend Joe were at this particular hearing. They had interest in it, and it wasn't until David and Joe walked away and Derek was about to leave that he was approached. Which by is some almost of these always the case. Derek, you, for you some reason, tell- Derek is not a small guy. But he just has an aura about him. He's, he's he seems not like, tall, so he definitely is not a larger man. But no one else ever gets approached as often as Derek does. Derek always gets arrested. He always gets cameras smacked out of his hands. He just has a very pleasant aura. And people, bigger, thuggier, nastier people, just think they can take advantage of that and push him around. And it's, and it's horrible. But you also get to see... And witness the the, well, you, you the, the nastiness behind, I mean, inside. This is clearly people. a setup. I mean, they, these guys wanted to. Yeah, they were waiting for they waited for him, people to opinion. move. They waited for people to go away. I mean, this would never happen if, if if there were more people around. Which, by the way, is why you you go in packs. You know, you, you're going to do a DUI checkpoint. You got more than one people in, person in your car. Um, are you? You're videotaping someone. Have someone videotaping you videotaping someone. I mean, it's you know. Well, the, these people do not want to account for their actions, and that's. It's so evident. That's why they dis- tried to destroy the video. Yeah, the evidence. guy, the guy was in court for essentially uh, uh, ambushing an individual uh, and putting him in the hospital. And they, the guy's name is James Michael Phillips. He's a real, real nasty piece of work. And it seems like everyone he runs with is, is pretty nasty. He, he's, you know, he's one, a, he's one a member of the Dory gang. One thing these guys don't know about Derek is he's from Philadelphia. I mean, you're not going to intimidate Derek with this half-assed. Uh, keen bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's These people are a joke. That's what it boils well, wait, down to. Before, before you tell how much of a joke, because we need to talk about this. Let's actually play the video for the folks, and then I want James to tell us how much of a joke these guys okay, really I'll are. It, I'll tell it how All it right, is. Here, here's the first video. It's uh, two minutes. Uh, this is Derek being approached by these... Uh, here he comes around the corner. Derek was filming across the street... 
And this guy's having to come all the way across the street. Oh, that's not good. Let it buffer a little bit. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me, let me buffer this up a little bit. What what quality are you at? Oh, no, no, go back. I know that since it's Obama's birthday tomorrow, there's probably a lot of people logging on to wish him a happy birthday, so it's probably slowing down the lines. You got to start it over, going in the bar. What I need to do is actually open it up in a separate... Oh, come on, you stupid. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah, this happens. Uh, actually, I'm streaming, so I've, yeah. I've actually lost some bandwidth. Um, okay, James, while this thing is buffering up, tell us how stupid these people are and how... How tell us how these people would be handled where you come from, from the I mean, from, from the streets. I, I wouldn't claim that I'm like an OG or I'm from the streets, but you know I'm from the Atlanta area, <laughs> and I've dealt with real thugs before. When I lived in the Atlanta area, I felt the need to carry a gun. I've never felt that need in Keene. On the police accountability tour, Atlanta was the one place I felt kind of creeped out by like sketchy people. Yeah, I mean, so y- you know. We're, and like I said, I didn't grow up like in uh, hood or anything, but where I grew up, I heard gunshots. There were people killed. There was someone killed in front of my parents' house. My parents had some rental properties. There's someone killed in their house, one of our rental properties. So, you know, uh, I don't want to say Keen is not dangerous, but... I mean, if this is the worst Keen has to offer, I mean, it's a great place to live in my <laughs> yeah, opinion. Exactly. You're, it's all buffered up. I'm playing it. All right. So Derek's got think, his camera set up. I don't Here think he, any of these folks would believe that they are the worst Keen has to offer or say it. Though that one one of the individuals involved, Justin, did claim, I got gang affiliations, bitch. Hi. Yeah, that's what I'm referring nice to. Thank you. I, I beg your pardon? I said, do you mind? Well, I think it's important to film you because you've committed violence against an innocent man. And uh, I, when I'm around people who are violent, I feel like I need to capture what's happening. Yeah. yeah. And it's also good protection. That's not a fact. This guy just said that there's that? a law that prevents oh, wow. children under 18 to be filmed. James Michael okay, Phillips is a lawyer the, now. Okay, the police are on their way. The police oh. are on their way. Are you, you telling me that you the called police. the police on me? No, no, no. <laughs> the most outrageous so, thing about this whole thing. He just knows. Is they called the police. Why were the police called? Interesting. All right, here they come. Here comes the gang. Oh, here's someone in, the, in his little... Yeah, this is clearly a setup. I mean, there, now there's five people here magically. Wow. What did, what did you just say? It doesn't matter what he said. I can't, I can't hear you. Uh, excuse me, I was, no, I was no, just please, getting closer please. so that I could hear this man. No. Sounds like he was threatening me. No, nobody's threatening you. Uh, I think that's what's exactly what's no, happening right here. I don't, I don't think so. Hey, I keep trying to walk around and you keep stepping in my way. So look at look at all these people who are surrounding me. We got a woman over here, a man over here. Yeah, I mean here, these people are all around me. Derek. I mean that could be uh, very and apparently uncomfortable. I'm be in trouble. Yeah, you're going to be in trouble because my fucking son's on camera. Well, who, who put him on camera, miss? Uh, you're pointing the fucking camera right at me. Actually, I was walking home while you, <laughs> you advanced towards me. You still have the fucking me. camera on me. Why don't you walk away? Wow. You know, I'm, I'm allowed to record, miss. I'm on a public sidewalk. Excuse me. 
Ooh. Okay, and so that's when yeah, uh, I, I'm taking it. That's when cameras started getting damaged right yes. around this right around this point. The camera, from what I understand, was knocked off of the tripod. It was on a tripod. It was a lo- so it's large. It's stationary. Yeah. People are approaching a large stationary. Ca- the camera's not large, but what it's on is large, and it's not moving. So there's clearly intent to. Der- you know, Derek's not walking up to people. He's not doing the old cliche, shoving cameras in faces. Like, yeah, they had to walk across the street to get to him uh, in order f- for this to happen. They, you know, that wasn't necessary at all. The lady who was screaming about "You're filming my baby" walks she- right up into the camera shot. I mean, he's right. he's having a conversation. He's talking to someone else, and she gets right up in the camera and says, "Stop filming!" And he's like, "Well, uh, uh, come on now, come on! How stupid are you?" So, yeah, I mean, uh, James, Yeah, I mean, this what, is, do, what do we do about these, these people? I don't know. I think that they want us to uh, feel intimidated and just, just quit, basically. And, you know, I think that it's like any bully. You got to stand up and just say, look, you know, you people are not going to intimidate me. Mm-hmm. And like I said, in my opinion, you guys are a joke. I mean, I'm not going to feel intimidated by your your tactics here. And if someone wants to, you know, go up and shank me or put a bolt in me, fine, go ahead. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit. Well, I would, I would give a shit. I well, don't I'm going to give a I shit too. Don't do that to me. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not saying, I don't want any of that. I'm don't not do saying I don't give a shit in that. Well, for me, it's over, right? Like if you kill right, me, you can't be afraid. It doesn't make sense exactly. to be afraid of that sort of thing. Like, I'm not can't. afraid of someone hurting me. Actually, my biggest fear is someone hurting someone I care about or, you know, I'm friends with. That's what keeps me up at night. Yeah. Like I'm, I think that's like a human thing. Like you can sacrifice yourself, and you won't feel feel bad, right? And you, well, you've it, been taken off the front line since you can't be in, in the streets of Keene every day filling meters. So, well, and and you did <laughs> you mention survivor's guilt. You did mention if you're going to be anywhere doing what we're doing, this is a great place to do it because it, there really isn't these people. Like you said, they're a joke. The cops are not the worst kind of cops, you know. Well, to me, they got, they've, got, like they've, Derek, gotten, they've gotten used to all the all the shenanigans, and they're they're no. It, they're, it takes this a, is a lot. Manifestation of that. It takes guts and it takes balls to be willing to stand up to police. Yeah, so. which is why I really enjoy talking about this on our so someone, on the show. Someone like Derek, I don't. You're gonna have a hard time intimidating them. You know what I mean? So, and and to prove yeah. that, let's watch the second part of this video. So I'm broadcasting live. I'm in downtown Keene, New Hampshire, and my video camera has just been broken by this man. It's not even broken! He threw it off of the tripod and then threw it on the ground. Then this man tried to keep the camera from me. fucking shit out of my fucking face! Now he's attacking me. So, he's surrounded by dudes. A couple of them are girls, but these are, some, these are bigger dudes than Derek. They, 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 they're dressed thuggy. Yep. They got their hats on backwards and they got their long shirts on and Wow. And <laughs> you got it. This is keen, man. This is keen. You, no, most these, people most people tuck their shit in around here. Like, I think at the all right, I think at the point that you point something like that out, it's just a little bit prejudicial because there's no association with gang symbolism or they are they are they're they def- are trying, they're, they're definitely wannabes. They are trying the to portray themselves as That one guy said he has thugs. gang affiliations, bitch. Sure, he did what does say that, that mean? He did what, say what that. What gang is he in? You know what I mean? I don't know. If you want to claim, you know, you go tell that, you go act like this down to some folks in uh, a major city, and you see how long you'd last. Well, it, they probably they, they would they would never do that. They would never pull that stunt right, in the bigger city. Right, because Keene is a place where you can get away with that sort of thing. It's like I see so much machismo and so much bravado here. 
in Keene. And not that I've spent too much time in major cities. I'm from Concord, and I'd say it's a much more peaceful environment as far as, like, social discourse goes. Um, but it's like pe- there is so much more machismo here because it's not it's not taken seriously. Like, people just threaten each other as a matter – as just, like, a matter of discourse, like friends that – in their everyday activities here, young people – and for some reason, it's like, it's just a joke. It's like, it's somewhere between being a joke and being serious. I don't really understand it, but it's something of the culture here. I just have yet to fully grasp. Uh, you know, I don't know what the solution is to these folks. And, you know, who knows? I think that things will work themselves out. And I hope that the, I hope that these people are held to account for what they did. Yeah, we'll see. This, this is definitely going to be, this is going to be a quick, uh, First appearance, trial appearance, right? In the, with the next week? Has there already been an arraignment? I heard that there might have been arrest warrants issued already for, I don't know if it's assault or destruction of evidence or something like that. Huh. Well, we'll definitely be talking about it some more and let you guys at home uh, know. If sure. you don't want to wait for us to talk about it here on the show, it will definitely be posted at freekeen.com. We are all yeah, free bloggers. Yeah, but they'll hear, they'll hear the show after. So that doesn't make sense, Conan. That's live. If you don't want to wait for the show or you don't want to watch the show. Oh, you're talking to the live streaming people. Oh, I was looking straight at you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, fans. I'm saying that the people that watch the show in a week, if it's on Free Keen before the show airs, what you're saying doesn't make sense. This will be up in a couple of days. And of course, the live stream is up right now. Okay, as long as we're clear on that. God, James. Here, let me close um, this. See, Daryl's cl- wearing off on me. Let me close this damn show. Guys, you've been watching Black Sheep Rising. Uh, please visit the website at blacksheeprising.org. That's where everything's at. Um, if you have a moment, go by the Facebook page while you're at it and give it a like and leave some comments. Just leave a like. I don't care about your comments. Leave a like. That's all I really want. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, uh, you can email me at show at blacksheeprising.org. Um, if you have some extra chinkles, you have some uh, extra Obama coins laying around, you want to help an old man out. You Happy go to, birthday to Obama tomorrow. Uh-huh. You can go to the website and you can donate via PayPal and or BitPay. Ooh, that's a that's a bicentennial Obama right. coin. Yeah, wow. it's special. That's it's a, for that's his that's birthday. A special that's a good one to have. We've got a South Carolina. I think we have Hawaii. Oh wow! Look at that. This is just this is out of control. This is great. Um, Garrett, where can the folks uh, get all your great content? YouTube.com/slash/AquaKeen. YouTube.com/slash/FreemanTVRaw with threes instead of e's. And uh, of course, FreeKeen.com blogging. Check it out. Cool deal. People can check me out at my new website. I got gang affiliations, bitch. <laughs> Not really. You can oh, check. Running for office. <laughs> I am running I for office. What you think running for uh, state rep and Ward One or Cheshire Four or whatever they yeah, call it. Yeah, whatever the hell it what is. is it's all it's all confusing. Oh, I'm a I'm a D gang. I'm a um is I'm a crypt. There can be only I'm one. I'm a crypt bitch. The crypts well, are blue. I got one for the that. Bloods are red. Silence! I kill you. So I'm I'm definitely a gang member now. Yeah. And if you want me to be the chief gang member. You can show up and vote for me. It'd be great. What, I promise. When is the primary? It's coming up real soon, isn't I it? I don't know. That's it's I, in September, right? Definitely, August? definitely to get on that. I've oh, got a, Tuesday. I've got a whole stack of uh, candidate questionnaires of it. I've got to fill out half of them. I'm going to fill out some of them. I'm not even going to bother with, but half of them I actually want to fill out and get on their get on their lists. 
I'm sure you've been getting a lot of mail as well. I, I by the way, I'm also running for state rep and uh, ward. No, I, I'm actually Flotilla. I'm, I'm a at large candidate. District 16 is my uh, Cheshire County District 16 is my guy. But I don't know when that's happening. We need to, we need to get on that. You can contact me uh, facebook.com slash Keen Robinhood. One of the folks along with Garrett here behind Robinhood Keen. And absolutely, Canine Controversies episode three coming some point in the future. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I'm working on my folder. It's it's getting bigger. I need more content. Oh, I, we got some great stuff. We got uh, Jazzy meets uh, what's the um, Snoopy? Jazzy meets Snoopy. Who has who has Snoopy? Kate Nadamo. Oh, I didn't know that. We were we yeah. were talking just uh, before the show started. Who uh, if the if there was going to be a, a representative dog of Keen. You know, would it be G or Jazzy? And I, I don't think G even. I think we should put it to a vote. You know, do a Facebook poll. I think we need to have a dog of the year. I agree. There should Each be year. a dog activist. So at, uh, at so at Keenvention, we can actually have like a the last day of yeah. Keenvention. We can have one of those little like stair things, you know, where like like the one and the two and the three. There's another dog that's been showing up to a lot of activism events, and that's Oscar. It's a black lab. And he's been giving G and Jazzy a run for their money. I mean, of course, I it's think the one dog. and two slots are still. Yeah, but that is that is a good dog. It's a good dog. Oscar uh, jumped up in the the trunk. That was a good activism sure. right there. Yeah, eager to get those signs out. Not sure that Jazzy could do that. Tonight we are going to uh, close on a free song. Uh, I am no longer playing the uh, third party. Songs. Oh, they beat you into obedience. I just don't. Well, no, I I just looked online and guess what? There is shit tons of good music out there. Most of them are remixes that are available, and that the artists uh, just want their their name in the show notes. They don't really care. Uh, they're not going to. Most and most artists don't you, care. You it's the fucking. It's the producers. This is this is this is good stuff. This, well, this like if they're going to be copyrighting it, then we won't even use it. F them. Yeah. Not even listening yeah, to your fuck music em. anymore. I'm going to boycott. Yeah, I agree. Fuck them. Yeah, I'm going to boycott. Fuck, I'm going to boycott all that shit. Property. I'm going to boycott all that shit. That well, shit needs to be done. Yeah, but if they close my channel down, then I kind of have to fi- figure out another method. But anyway, so this you, song. You know, it's really disturbing too that Google would design all this technology to fuck people. You can do for it for intellectual property. That's fucked up. Like, to identify which songs are used and stuff? Well, I bet Why the fuck did they do that? I bet the RAAA already worse. had that, I mean, the YouTube, that software in development. The YouTube like, bots? Google, we'll give this yeah, to you. Yeah, like, you, you know, like, you upload a song and it immediately t- knows what it is, pretty much. Well, like, usually, that's bad technology. Fuck Google for that. When it takes longer to process the video than it did to actually upload it, um, which isn't always the case, when they, they I think they kind of do a real quick wipe, and then they figure out if there's anything on it. And if there is, if they do see something on it that's suspicious, then they do the long processing wipe. And yeah, I've had processing uh, incidents much longer than the actual upload process. And it's, I mean, it can really, I've had, I've had videos uploading for an entire day. Black Sheep Rising videos, not friggin', you know, city council meetings or anything. Guys, we gotta to go. to a point where it takes long, too long and you know it's just not gonna happen. You might as well just We gotta let Conan anyway. end it. I gotta end it. Yes, oh, wait, we don't have to end it. Uh, we might be doing a movie review uh, right after this song. Uh, we might be talking about Jumper. Okay, let's let's play the song, and then we'll do a break, and then we'll come back and do Jumper. Stop cool. jumping. Stop jumping. 
this song is Foster the People, a uh, new song called Best Friend, and this is the Dim Sum remix. It's 
So when's the last time you guys saw this movie? It's been a while, huh? I only told you on Monday to watch it again. It's not that bad, actually. Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. It's Black Sheep Rising. Uh, we're going to do a little uh, movie review real quick-like. Uh, the movie we decided to go with, the movie I decided to go with this week was Jumper. Um, Stop jumping. Because this guy over here uh, was making me laugh uh, with some uh, with some drops that he was uh, that he said with some audio clips that he said was actually in the movie. Guess what? They're not in. <laughs> they're not in the movie. I actually had to go through. All right. So here's what happened. Wait. There's a line from the Five Gum trailer that's definitely in that movie. Samuel L. The stop I went. Jumping. I went. I actually downloaded the subtitles and put them in text format and put them in a notepad to see what was going on and did a search. What wasn't in there? The actual... Uh, so here, so Garrett, a couple weeks ago, he's all like, um, what, what do you think you can jump forever? <laughs> and he went his Samuel L. Jackson voice. <laughs> you think you can just jump forever? <laughs> it's, really, it's really funny. And I'm like, all right, let's find that. That's That would make a perfect drop. Guess what? It doesn't exist. That that sound clip it doesn't work anywhere. So I actually so kind of like it. So I started putting shit together, and this is one of the ones I came up with. You think you could go on jumping forever? <laughs> As you can tell, let me, let me increase that volume a little bit. I actually took the uh, uh, Anakin and mixed with a uh, little. Uh, what was what was uh, Samuel's character in uh, Star Wars? Oh, Mace Windu. Mace, Mace Windu. So I mixed. Ma- so this is Mace Windu and Anakin. You think you could go on jumping forever? <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not gonna work. I get, I gotta get more, uh, I gotta get more Samuel in there. So I tried another one. You think you could jump forever? <laughs> no, it's see, it's a, it doesn't work. It kind of works. You I could jump forever. Yeah, it sounded great. And then I, so I, all right, I'll try. Here's another one. You think you could jump forever? Much better, but you can still, you can still hear that uh, inequality, that that difference in. You think you could jump forever? It actually sounds like something this guy would have put together when he bleeps out his... I hear a little horn honk in there or something. Yeah, something was, something was playing in the background when that happened. Uh, the best one, of course, is the... Uh, you think he can just jump all over the place? Jump, 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 jump. I think I like, I think I like that one the best. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, what is Jumper? Jumper is a... Uh, stars Anakin Skywalker and Mace Windu and some other guys. It's not in a galaxy far away or a long time ago. It's like mm-hmm. modern day... Anakin Skywalker is a regular guy. He doesn't know he's Anakin. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he's, he finds he, that there's a special secret hidden power that holds itself within him. It, 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 he actually was able, uh, he actually found this ability through uh, pain and suffering. It was, uh, it was, it was how do you, what's the word for it? He was scared out of him uh, in such a way that he, there's a word for it. It's, I, it's, not, it's not finding it. I'm not finding it. Anyways, he had a, he had an incident. Uh, he found that he had this power, and then he becomes this kind of a bad boy doing his little jumping. Jumping, he teleports places. As long as he has a picture or a memory of that place, mm-hmm. he can teleport to that uh, to that place again. And of course, he runs into uh, the bad guys, the Inquisitors, the Inquisitors, the uh, Spanish Inquisition. Uh, they call themselves Paladins. And the main paladin is, of course, uh, Mace Windu, Samuel, yeah. played by Samuel. He's got like white, he's got like a white fro thing going, and uh, he's, he, you know, we play a little clip real, real quick of uh, an actual incident they'd had yeah. real early on. 
You can tell he's a Jedi because they have white hair. Here comes Mace. Come down the stairs. And who are you? My name's Roland. What are you doing in my apartment? We'll get to that. Is this where he says you could just jump forever? What kind of crook leaves a note? I uh, I think I need to talk to my lawyer. Uh, yeah, this is pieces of it came from this from this incident. Police. Anybody can so, of course, Mace has been going all over town trying to track this guy down forever from an earlier incident when he actually robbed a bank. I mean, what if, you, if, you're gonna, if you have teleporting abilities, what are you going to do with it? Of course, he you know, gets monies from wherever he... Uh, I see a lot of parallels between uh, Jumper being about jumping, The Shining being about shining, and Scatman Crothers' character is definitely fulfilled well by Samuel Jackson in this role. Yeah, are you comparing this wow. to The Shining? <laughs> so, all right. So, this is a comparison to The Shining. Is this also a cover up of the of the moon landing? Oh, I know who of the Apollo moon sure, landing. Sure, this is how they really did it. They just jumped there. <laughs> That's right. With our with alien technology that we got. Uh, oh, there he goes. This conversation's not over. We got tased during uh, mid jump. Samuel's a very violent guy. Yes, I don't. Know, I don't. He uses that taser much like a lightsaber. Yeah, like that's his lightsaber. Huh? I don't know if he says "motherfucker" in this movie. This is this is like PG, right? Come on, stop trying to hit me and hit me. <laughs> so there, he's trying to actually jump to an image. He keeps a whole wall of nothing but pictures. So he has uh, jump points. It was Scatman Crothers that showed the little boy how to shine in the movie. So Samuel L. is like, you've broken the code. Like, you're not supposed to learn how to do it yourself. I was supposed to have taught you. So you, you, ruined, you ruined my life. You know, this is what I, I could be like. Uh, uh, I was supposed to train you. Like I know. <laughs> and now Mortal Kombat's come into play. I was, supposed to, I was supposed to train you, and you were supposed to turn into a nasty piece of work and kill all the, the Jedis, all the baby Jedis. There are always... Consequences. <laughs> I think I think that'd be a good drop. I need to a good drop. Yeah, I need to work on that. Where you going, huh? I got you. Now. Where you Where you going? Where you, you think you could jump forever? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he jumped through a wall, but he's still connected to. Uh, you hide behind the wall, go anywhere, do anything. Not you think you could jump forever? All right. The walls are behind my house. <laughs> so that's pretty much it in a nutshell. There are um, there are a lot of incidents like that where the paladins are coming out and you know with their uh, electric electric tro- uh, electrodes and their their, their uh, taser batons and uh, yeah they're they're pretty nasty uh, some pretty nasty characters. They're not someone I would want to run across. The Spanish Inquisition. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. And fucking Samuel L. walks out with his white hair. I guess my question of the whole movie was, what is it that Samuel L. wants Anakin to do? Or, as a Jedi, what does he want Anakin to do? Well, he keeps saying, he said it about three times, the reason that he's tracking these guys down is like, no one should have this power. You know, this God, this is godlike, and no one should have this power. So it's like the Force, because this That's power, kinda, this power is like yeah, the Force. Star Wars is a lot like that. Like you know, the bad guys are the good guys and stuff, and they, they just went bad. Yeah, it's interesting that um, Mace Windu's in the dark side in this alternate universe of the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, like uh, Anakin's now on the light side, and uh, Samuel is 
You, you know, Sam, actually, he's more. Uh, so not, Samuel Jackson, he's, he's not light. I wouldn't say he's light at all. In this, I say he's great. He's more Han Solo in this movie than than light. That's true. I so mean, Samuel Jackson has taken up his more traditional role of, you know, so Star Wars is very unusual for Samuel, where. You know, he was like calm, and he was like the the wise guy. Right. Samuel has gone to his more traditional role, of being the angry angry black man. <laughs> That's you know every film like Pulp Fiction. Think all the great, yeah. Think, think all the great. Uh, <laughs> he's always an angry guy. Snakes on a plane is a good example. Right, he's an angry fed. So I'm glad that he's gone back to his role. Uh, let's face it, in Star Wars, Mace Windu, he just sucked in that role. Yeah, he was kind of sucky. Yeah, and even he tried to get mad like when he was like gonna kill the emperor and then even then it, it, I, I just couldn't feel it you know what I mean he wasn't angry enough well it's like he was so calm that the angry scene didn't work at all he should have been like, like I'm gonna strike you down motherfucker <laughs> like that would have made the movie right. you know that should have been it and Anakin was dead but it, it wasn't how and it and then it would have got an R rating and the children would have hated it and they wouldn't have that Jar Jar Binks shit going on yeah well that's you know the whole what? movie are there any motherfuckers in Star Wars I don't think there are but we could we could Make our own motherfucker there be Star a cut Wars that version. has Samuel L. saying motherfucker in it because that would make it a real Samuel Jackson movie. Maybe we could take this movie and like uh, splice it up with. Um, I think I've done splicing this movie. First of all, I don't even like this uh, cut that I have. This edit, the volume is all shot the crap. We just tried to play it and it was pretty pretty low there. Um, and I can tell my drops are kind of low. Lowish. They're not as loud as they could be. You think you can just jump all over the place? Jump, 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 jump. Um, uh, So do you guys I actually kind of watched it So I I, I sat down and watched it You kind of watched it You kind of watched it That's cool (laughs) I I watched the whole thing in three sittings um, And I had had actually seen it I saw it about four years ago Or whenever it came out When it came to Netflix for the first time And and I didn't realize that Anakin was in it So I watched it long enough ago That I didn't uh, even equate His character with Anakin Skywalker So uh, what does that tell you? I guess it means the first time I didn't even really watch it. Who knows? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't not like it. I mean, it had uh, it had some good points. I mean, I thought it was a decent movie. Um, he teams up with the the British dude at some point. No, yeah. you know what I'm talking about the guy who says jump, 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 jump. The um, I don't know. Oh, is that is that that, is that, that from that, the movie? Is that yeah. from the movie? It's from the movie. What, what do you think I got it from? <laughs> you think he can just jump all over the place? Jump, 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 jump. I cut, I, I, <laughs> I cut thought it. that was like Samuel or something. No, I cut it. I yeah, I, I, I push one. it together. I push it together a little. Did, did some creative uh, editing. Um, there was uh, another movie that came out uh, probably around the same time as this one came out. It was a found footage, some found uh, of teenagers who found this power. There was a meteorite. And they all, and they all there's three of them. They all had these fucking abilities to like uh, fly and shit, and they they had uh, telekinesis and whatnot. And one of them went bad. And I really like Watchmen. Liked, is it is what it's called? No, not Watchmen. That's a friggin' comic I, book. I movie. know what you're talking about. I cannot place the name though. Maybe I'll remember to put that in the show notes. Uh, very, I like that one. It, and I and I usually don't like the found footage type movies because they're all they're really. No, no, they're not very. Sometimes they're not very pleasant to watch. They're all shaky, and um, but this one was very, very creatively put together. Um, and of course, it uh, highlights these these teenagers going through this this evolution where they get this power, and uh, and of course they alienate themselves uh, from the out from from their their peers. 
And of course they had, so the, and of course they had their own drama. It's disappointing what? that they use that power to alienate instead of build community. What is the moral message of the Jumper movie, if any? Is there an underlying message to it? Stop jumping. Like, that's a good. It, that's a like good the, point. That's that is might it, be is something. Is it like the uh, desire to, like everyone wants to have superpowers, right? They, they everyone will, wants, to build everyone wants some magic. Everyone wants to have, you know have that, and the ability to rob banks. And to and to be on and to live on be on vacation forever and ever. It's Rob not a ba- robbery. It's it's thievery from banks. Oh, so th- this. Oh, he, no, he left IOUs. He left a note, yeah. and that's what. Uh, so robbery this would be a violent confrontation. Uh, the ideal of life for most people, like a permanent vacation, not working, just a permanent vacation, jumping with hot girls. Actually, and by the way, I didn't like the the the. Uh, co-act the actress in this one i didn't something about it it was unpleasant but i mean so yeah nice hot female uh friends vacation forever and of course magic powers i mean you, well, it's a winning combination it's was wi- samuel jackson mad at him for stealing from the bank or was he just mad at him from jumping because that's what i didn't get it seemed like samuel l was just mad that he was jumping he, he was mad, mad because no one should have this power that's what he said all right, quote, so if he quote, just no jumps, one should have this power. If he just jumps to I'm gonna evade kill you now. paying air travel fees, he just jumps to Jamaica, has a vacation, and jumps back. Should anyone care? I don't think they should. I think that should be totally there's cool. Sam- like, Samuel was um, jealous. There's some kind of like Christian. Like I got the feeling when I watched the movie that it was like somehow related to Christianity. Yeah, it's like it's not about what you're doing being wrong. It's about the fact that you shouldn't be doing the thing that enables you to do the thing that's wrong. And it's like, well, what, what's what's like, wrong? There's with a that worldwide thing? organization dedicated to tracking down these people who jump. You know, you know how like, I see what, it. What is the a point central of this? authority? So, so I don't know who is I don't know who is promoting this movie, but I see it as the authority, the the the, the, the powers that be. Uh, detaining the people's freedom to 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 be free and to jump and to and to go and to live their maybe, lives maybe however they a, want. Maybe there's an element. No one of, should no one should have that power to be free. Maybe there's an element of communism in this too. In that, uh, so this guy is rich, and of course he's stolen his wealth. So maybe he's not rich through legitimate means. But the commies might say that if you're a capitalist and you're successful and you start up a business and you can live the rest of your life on vacation because of this one thing that you did that was great. Maybe there's like a, we have to put you in your place. So maybe there's like a communist underlying element there. I don't know about that. You think, you think so? Or is that a stretch? I, I kind of uh, have I think, to totally I think it's the, I think it's the yeah, authority figures uh, detaining freedom, preventing, preventing the people from having their freedom. And of course the guy wins in the end, kind of. There's kind of a little bit of a twist at the end. Because there's still paladins out there. There's still there are still authority figures, and they might even be related to you, who are trying to prevent their own spawn, their own children, from actually being able to partake in the freedom. Maybe it's like a whole like uh, coming out kind of thing, where it's like Anakin is is gay and he doesn't want his, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want his family to know, and then his family finds out. And Samuel L. represents is he Samuel L. representing like the new way, or is he representing the old culture that's trying? Samuel L. Jackson is like the the preacher who's trying to beat the gayness out of. Them. Of course, and around here we just don't. Nobody will ever oppress you here. We don't do that around here. So yeah, maybe there's like a undertone of. Uh, I guess it's not homophobic, but we'll be anti-gay. Jumpophobic. Yes. They don't like jumping. 
And I don't know why. I don't see what's wrong with jumping at all, as long as it's sustainable. I see it as a free man. I guess you can't just jump forever. It's interesting, too, that the jumpers in the movie are younger people, and then the people who want to control their older people... Uh-huh. I think there's they a lost point. their ability to jump, and then they're mad at the youth that still can. You, now that's a good. Now that's a think, good possibility. Sorry. So, so should I tell the twist? All right. So if yeah, you guys, spoiler alert, right, right, you're so going to ruin you, the movie. I probably didn't get that far in the movie. So yeah. If you ahead. haven't seen the the movie, I'm going to put I'm going to put out a twist uh, spoiler for you. Samuel used to be a jumper. Well, no, that's not actually in the movie. Uh, that would the, be interesting. The, the Anakin's mother we used to be a jumper. Well, no, I, that's not actually that's not actually made clear in the movie. She's a paladin. She's an anti-jumper. She's an anti-jumper, She's an anti- and her son is a jumper. The question, so it's in. So it'd be so kind of like the no be, time for that Tyrese. No, it's, drop no, right it's there. it'd be like the Pope's son. Well, I guess he can't have a son, but it'd be like if the Pope had a son and he was gay. No, I mean it's in it's in the genes. Oh shit. It's in the genes. So maybe she started out as a jumper, and when she lost her ability, she was jealous of all the jumpers. No one should have this power, especially when I lost my ability when I was 25 or whatever. She should have saved the money, man. Exactly. Or maybe she was always a paladin. Maybe she was always a paladin, and, you know, as fate usually works, as the the hand of God laying down some old fate for that ass, uh, you know... It's a whole it's a whole child rebelling against the parent thing here where they're doing the exact opposite just to piss their parents off. So, oh, you're a fucking authority figure? I'm going to do I'm going to be in a, the exact opposite. I'm going to fucking jump and I'm going to live like a crazy anarchist. No, no, I think I remember in the movie it's like the the jumper gene skips generations. I don't remember that being said. Or it's like a one-off, one-on, one-off kind of deal. I don't remember that conversation, but that's it's possible that it happened. But yeah, I think there's definitely an underlying theme of like the old versus the young. So there's people the, that are the free versus the, life the free and, and versus the authority figures. Life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I remember there was like a deleted scene from this movie where you see the jumper jump into the car in Pulp Fiction uh, right before the Marvin scene. And John Travolta, it turns out, never was holding the gun. It was uh, Anakin. He jumped into the car. <laughs> Wait, and he shot Marvin in the face. What are you making this up, or is this someone? Some put no, this together? it's a deleted scene from the Jumper movie. If you buy the DVD, you could probably see it. And uh, <laughs> that's why Samuel L. was tracking him down the whole movie. He's like, "You killed Marvin." <laughs> you're just making shit up. Oh crap! I think you you're onto something there. Do you even listen to all that weird crap you say? That's why Samuel L. was all like, "This was an act of God." I don't understand it. It's like he went on, and through time, he came to understand it. He grew white hair. And then he's like, I gotta stop Anakin from jumping in the future into the past. Oh Shoot God, Marvin no in the way. face. So, um, no way. in Pulp Fiction, um, what, what's the guy's name? Which one? The Samuel L. Jules. Jules. Yeah, so Jules becomes like a Christian. So I guess this is like the natural progression. But like a friggin' inquisitor. He's gonna walk mm-hmm. the earth, yeah. Like, a, like a, a Catholic inquisitor. You know, and he's probably got his. Uh, it's amazing that they'd have this group of people that even care about the jumpers. Yeah, he, yeah, he's. So Why quite, is everyone so pissed off about the I damn guess I jumping? See, yeah, the question I is, guess is, I can see it. They're stealing money from the banks and shit. I mean, yeah, where are they making? Their, where are they making their money? That. Who's paying? Who is that. paying these guys? Where do they make their money from? They probably stole from the jumper people, who stole from the banks. It's all a Ponzi scheme. Uh, Illuminati, man. Illuminati's paying for it all. Jumpers, I know what it is. The jumpers represent the proletariat. The, yes, uh, the Jedi represent the bourgeoisie exploiter class. 
there, there's a communist element where you can't have one person with more abilities than someone else. There's some, it's almost you have an enforcement class. That, All right, now I now I get your 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 commie that, that, that pulls, your commie link. That, that, pulls that makes that makes sense. The Jedi's are like the NKVD. So what what did they do when they when they captured the jumpers? Like, wouldn't it be better if Samuel L. just like showed up the dude's apartment and put a bullet in him? Then. No, it should have been 1984. You should have been strapped down with your eyes open, and you should learn that. What do they do? What do they do with the jumpers when they capture two plus two equals five? uh, Slow torture. I don't think he can jump when he's on the scorpion chain. Yeah, but what, what, no, but what do they do when they capture him? They, they killed him. him on the scorpion chain. They can't jump. Okay, off why that. not just put a bullet in him? That doesn't make any sense. This is a PG. He knifed movie. him. He has a special sacrificial knife. Remember, he unwraps it every time. It's all wrapped up in a cloak. Or I don't a think I watched that far into the movie. Yeah, so he see he was, uh, so was like, cer- he ceremoni- was kill him. ceremoniously killing them. So Mace Windu was going to kill Anakin. He had yeah, it was a couple opp- there was a he missed a couple opportunities to do just that. Oh, oh shit! I know exactly. Um, so I, fuck, where were we going with that? Well, Tommy is great. It's it's a really philosophical and deep movie. There's a lot going on there. It has a lot of deeper meaning. Yeah, obviously we've turned it into some deeper meaning. It might not be as obvious. It probably would help not to be completely baked out of your mind whenever you're watching it and actually kind of watch it sober. <laughs> I'm sure English classes in government schools will be analyzing this for years to come. <laughs> It'd be funny if they do. That turns out to be the case. Oh, shit. Wouldn't you rather watch this than read Shakespeare? Oh, hell yeah. I really was not a fan of Shakespeare, to be honest. So, so. there you go. That's what, all I'm saying is uh, movies and television have brought us all down culturally to lowest common denominator and made us all retarded. So might as well enjoy it. <laughs> like, fuck that Shakespeare guy. That shit is too complicated. Oh. This yeah. is actually like... Yeah, I mean, sh- I mean, you know, prime example. Pulp Fiction would be a great show to play uh, to, the, to the 14-year-olds. It is know? a modern classic. Yeah. I, I think that you could, you could learn about, like, themes and motifs and how to analyze underlying themes and how to... Well, I don't know if there's too much rhyming in Pulp Fiction or in Jumper. There's a lot of songs. There's a lot of good... Um, I mean, just a class on studying the songs that were played you know, during, during events and how they symbolized... Like, look, how at they, scene, they, how they look at this scene with Samuel like beaten into the wall. That symbolizes so much. You yeah, could write a whole paper It reminds it. me of the battle between John Linguizamo and Leonardo DiCaprio in Romeo and Juliet. So Samuel thinks he's representing the light, but he's actually being destructive in this scene. Look how violent he is. Doesn't I just look violent? Jesus. Now, let me ask you another thing. All right, so let's go back to old Star Wars. Let's go, let's take the, uh, the whole uh, representing the most evil man on the planet or in the universe as a, uh, by a black man, by using a black man. Do you but think when they took off the mask? He was a white guy. Yeah, but he was really a. Everyone knew that he was a black guy, with a cool, sexy voice. I do agree that it is all about who does the voice because in the new Galaxy Guardians movie, I don't know who actually plays the tree. I just know that Vic Diesel does the voice, and everyone knows that Vic Diesel. And does the raccoon the voice. is voiced by some comedian guy. Mm. Nobody knows who actually plays the raccoon. Like it's all about the voice. Of yeah. The raccoon. But I mean, do you think that has any meaning in this movie? Where they actually, well, I mean, Samuel is a badass guy. And I guess he fit the role, but he's also a black man. And, of course, Anakin is a very white from New England type guy. 
um, and everyone else is white too, and he's they're being oppressed by this black guy. Yeah, I find that very propagandistic on the part of Hollywood to explain. If it even if it even means anything, if there's any if there's any deeper meaning, maybe it's just you know the actors they pulled. I mean, what what would happen if the if a black guy? I mean, there was no black jumpers. What if the main character was a black jumper? Would it have would it have different meaning? And it's uh, William Dafoe who's hunting down some black guy. Who uh, uh, Tyrese is the jumper, mm. and William Dafoe is hunting him down, and he's the maniacal uh, inquisitor. Trying yeah. to trying to hold that. See now Nobody that would, would now that would be a that. whole different twist that people would take the wrong way. Sure, I think they would have them in the same color. I'm thinking of the parallels now between uh, that sort of dynamic of the authority figure and the the person they're claiming to protect. If you remember that scene in Boys from the Hood where somebody tries to break into Lawrence Fishburne's house, Cuba Gooding Jr. is his son, uh-huh. and you know he shoots at the guy and he gets away, and then the cops show up, and the cop is a black guy too, and he makes racist comments about young black youth, um, and how, oh, well, you should have just killed the guy. and um, So, yeah, I, see, I kind of see reflections of it, how that would have played differently if, if you did say the cast was differently um, for a jumper. Now, Anakin represents a very privileged person. Um, Samuel L., we assume, uh, rose up from, from what? Like, where, what is Samuel's background in this film? Like, I don't presume he was someone of privilege. I get the impression that he was a warrior type. He said to fight his whole life. He dresses pretty snazzy. He's got kind of a, he's got kind of a real, uh, almost, a, uh, almost, almost an Asian. The night thing he's got kind on. of an Asian uh, suit on with a high collar and a. Uh, it looks pretty snazzy. I wouldn't mind having something like that mm. for um, for dinner. Dinners at Applebee's every now and then. <laughs> Whenever my dates don't want to have Netflix on the first date, I have to take them out to eat. Yeah, I'll have my... You're uh, in a movie. <laughs> fuck the movie. So movie. what's the, uh, the verdict on this movie? I say, I say watch it. I say actually don't spend a lot of money on it. Don't buy the the $10 DVD at Walmart. Get it on Netflix when it comes. It'll probably be on Netflix one day. I would advise people to torrent this Yeah, film. just download it. Don't, don't do this. Give, I w- don't even use Netflix. Don't give Anakin Skywalker If you use Netflix, money. what you're telling them is that it's worth the little count, the view count saying that you want to watch this movie according to Hollywood's contracts. Don't even pay attention to the contracts. F the Hollywood contracts. Just download the movie illegally if you're going to download it and understand that, I mean, we may vote that five bags of popcorn, but that doesn't mean it's any good. It's kind of, <laughs> to be honest, I think it's pretty shitty. Yeah, but people, oh, shit! people won't you make movies it. if you don't pay for them. Yeah, I, I know. I like to, you they know, make this movie. <laughs> oh, you guys are horrible. All right, guys at home, thanks for watching uh, part two of episode 64 of Black Sheep Rising. Uh, Thank you for watching. Uh, We hope you enjoyed. If you uh, would like us to review a movie that you like and maybe we can get behind, uh, go ahead and leave that in the Facebook comments. So I have our next movie. uh, We should do 32 hours, 7 minutes. I don't know what that is. You want me to pull up a trailer so we can end it? Okay, yeah, well, well... I would just advise people to jump in, in civil disobedience and defiance of these diktats. Yeah, live your life free. Uh, fuck Samuel L. Jackson wearing a suit. I mean, respect the Samuel L., but to be honest, like, just keep jumping. Yo, fuck his character in this movie. Uh, be free and uh, live your life. Don't hurt other people. Don't rob banks. 
but jump, steal but, from banks. Yeah, but jump, jump, jump. Uh, Happy birthday, Obama! Tomorrow, fifty-four or something. Just jump all over the place! Jump, 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 jump. Guys, thanks for watching. Uh, James, I guess we'll talk about this afterwards. Everyone home, we'll see you next week at the same time. Good night. That is not Ninja Turtles. That is straight up Ninja Turtles back there. That is not Ninja Turtles. I actually... Not the Ninja Turtles that I know and love. Some garbage. Have you seen the uh, comparisons? So anyways, it's a lot of a lot of creative people have gotten gotten on there and done their own uh comparison shots before and after shots. And that's it's not good strict. at all. That's C- not good at all. Comparison to what? To the old turtles. Look. Look how happy they are. They're fun people to be around. But these new things, they look angry. They're, they're Well, well, here's here's the way Which I see it. Which one's the so, new one, the so, ugly one? Michael Bay BS. The the biggest comparisons are profanity. Here's here's the, J, J, James. Just look at it, man. All right. So the old ones had uh, f- big round noses, and they had and they had turtle mouths like beaks. Mm-hmm. Whereas the new ones have, have like lips. human noses, but they have human lips. So they like he like switched them. I remember a line from the cartoon back in the day about them not having lips. Michael Bay just had to do it. He had to take their lips off? He had to give them lips. Why is it giving a turtle lips? What is this? Have you all any interest in discussing the controversy as to whether G or Jazzy is the number one dog activist in Keene? I wouldn't mind. I don't don't think G really cares. I think Jazzy might might have a play in that game, but I don't think G even cares. I don't think that's his game. He's not even willing to enter into that conversation. No, definitely not. He's like, I got cred. Don't need nothing. Sound plant. He's like, yeah, I was. I run the streets. Jeez, occupying. And Jazzy's all um, coming from Florida and all. Jazzy's a country dog.